Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's a five with five, five with five, and you already know this. Mr. Rio Ferdinand, I've got a massive bone to pick with you. I'm not even going to announce the show the way we normally would. Where are you? And what the heck is happening with that video that's flying on YouTube at the moment? You've got to let us know what's <laughs> happening and why me and Steve ain't where it's happening. No, man, I got invited out to um, to Saudi, man, to come and witness the greatest show on earth. I've got to be honest with you. Did, that was the greatest thing I've ever been to. Like, it was to be around absolute, like, real real life legends, the fight, fighting royalty, boxing royalty, MMA royalty. It was, it was on Randy Couture was sat behind me, chewing my ear off. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm talking like the biggest WWE Undertaker. Like, I was almost going to take him out and clothesline him on site. Like, what it was, was a really? joke. And ne- ne- never mind all of, like, the, the Mike Tysons, the Sugar Ray Leonard's of this world. And oh. then you've obviously got the Ronaldo's and the, well, the Ronaldo and then Cristiano and people like that. Man, it was just I saw off the chart. Conor McGregor. Both Ronaldo's. Both. Figo. What are you Did doing you next to Conor McGregor, McGregor for the fight? Yeah, me and McGregor were rolled for the day, man. We rolled. It was like, we just sat next to It looked like he was proper full of beans in during the fight. He just not sit down for the entire thing. Mate, this, uh, this security guy kept trying to tell him to sit down. I thought he was going to pick him up and put him <laughs> in his pocket. Like, seriously, it was a joke. He was looking at the geese and saying, listen, don't you dare assert to me again. Uh, but he was... Um, Does he, he was, commentate fights? Does he just yeah. constant... Sh- yeah, I get the impression he, he, he would. Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor needs... He needs a, um, one of those... You know that, where, that you're watching... A, uh, what is it? Like a, um, like a follow him. Just a cam a cam on him the whole time because he is box office just watching him on his own. He talks the whole fight. He, he loves it. He just loves that contact sport, man. So, no, it was it was great to be around these guys, all the different, different piece sportsmen. The thing that stood out for me, other than it being just like... The best, one of the best spectacles, were well, definitely the best sporting spectacle that I've been around. It was phenomenal what they'd done. Was it was seeing all of the, these superstars, sportsmen, under one roof, yeah, but all just like happy to be around each other. Obviously, none of none of these people get to see each other a lot, but the moment they laid eyes on each other, big embraces, hugging, how you doing? The huge respect in the room was just like wow. It's just nice to see, man. Listen, I saw Eminem there, bro. Eminem. Oh, Eminem. You better lose yourself in the music. I was, bro, I was yeah. just, you know what I mean? And I just thought, I tell Amir Khan to stop begging it with him, please, because I was getting like third hand <laughs> cringe just, just seeing like the watch was just about okay. But the rest of that, I just thought, Amir, come on, man, respect yourself. But like, this, honestly, it was incredible. I even see back to Conor McGregor. Who does he support? Because he was on you, bro. Like, he called you know you the- fun, Best defender. He's, he's a United, yeah, he's a United fan. Really? He's a United. He, know, he, he knows was. he's ball. Every time he saw one of the players, he was he was talking to him, but referring to stuff that's gone like he knows football. He don't. He's not like a a gas man. He does know like he likes football, obviously. Yeah, I didn't know that. Incredible mm. man. No, honestly, biggest mistake of my life not going inside. Do you know why I didn't go here? Well, I will say one thing. Yeah, his his energy is unmatched. Conor is McGregor's it? energy is absolutely unmatched. It's like, if he, when he's fighting, I am going. Trust me. 
Like yeah. the energy, I'm going. I want to see the press conference. I want to see everything because the guy is just like you're sitting next to him, and I need a warm down after I've been around him. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, that and the vlog, the vlog that was done, edited by Audi TT himself, right? Yeah. That Tom was, Tribe, shout out Tom Tribe. Honestly, man, like the socials was on point. Uh, JM on the buttons. Uh, seriously, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was mad. Like it's. Yeah, we're going to put the vlog in the video if we haven't done so already. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, one more thing, though. Tyson Fury, we love you in that. But, ooh, that was dubious, bruv. That was close, Rio. I don't know. Listen, Nganu gave an unbelievable account of himself. But at the same time, I still think that Tyson Fury probably just shaded it, even though he did get knocked down. I don't know. I want to see Usyk anyway. Like I don't, I don't care. I just wanted to make sure that this, this Tyson Fury got through this to see Usyk. You want to see the best fighters in the world fight Usyk and Fury at the moment are the best two in that division. Then how about that? Now, Thinking right Ganu now, sticks way. around in boxing now because he could probably go and take it to a few decent boxers. If I'm in Ganu, if yeah, if I'm in Ganu, I'm calling out Wilder, AJ, everyone. I'm calling them out straight. Mm. He's he, never he getting paid like that again in, in, in MMA. He's not getting paid like this. Mm. Mm. He's 37. Do you reckon that's going to have an impact, though? So he needs to start... Nah, he's not been broke that long. He, he looked fit, long though, man. Long. He looked fit. He looked like he was like... He's, bro, his hands, man. Woof. Some mad boulder. He was tickling my elbow when he shook my hand. <laughs> yeah. Mad. Um, hold on. Two seconds. I need to just... Um, Lescott's trying to get in. Two secs. Uh, apologies. Hold on. Let me just get, get him... Yeah. Can't wait to see Jolion. Mate, he put in, he's the one that put in the request. That's what made me laugh. Of course he did. He you got like, to say that. Yeah, no, he, he was like, immediately he mess, messaged me. He was like, oh, he goes, he goes, Rio and Steve ain't asked me to come on fire for a while. Where is he, man? Jesus. Is he doing it for his house? Because the signal there was shocking last time. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway. Um, but, yeah. Should we start? Okay, cool. Yeah, let's start. Rio. Steve. Pass the pad settings. I did say it. I did say it. You tried to ignore me. You're just not on the levels, man. I'm not even being Nobody, rude. I'm just no being one, honest. No one at this table was telling you that United were going to win this weekend. Nobody. No one. So why are, why are you trying to act like we did? Exactly. No, because I said past the pad, it was the preciseness of what I said. Everybody knows that past the pad is 3-0 whitewash. And that's exactly what happened. Surely we raised some money from the charity for this, isn't it? Surely. Last score six. Surely. No? I think we had a Listen, story. To we, 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 we were terrible. Let's have it right. Like, like when you... I was watching it, yeah. I was behind the sofa watching it, like <laughs> with the pillow over my eyes, like thinking, like, what's going on? Just peeping out over, like it was. That's how it felt. We we were just like backs against the wall, um, but it just looked. You know, what it felt like it felt like Man City just toyed with us. It just felt like at any point in the game, if Man City wanted to up the levels and just bang one in, they could, like, and it almost like they were they were the faces on the Man City players looked like they pitied us a little bit. They were smug, but with pity. And that's the worst place you can be, like almost looking down on some of the United players as if to say, rah, or looking at the fans even when they're celebrating after the games and say, rah, 
look at what he just done to your boys. Like it would, that's how it felt. It felt really like they're not even really want to like they, they, I think they, it was almost like they were pretending to celebrate more than what they even really felt like doing because it was like, this was just a walk in the park. It wasn't even a tough test. Normally you celebrate mad and go nuts here when it's been a tough game and you get a last minute winner or like it's been really tough in the game and you have to work for it. They didn't have to work for it. I've been away here in Saudi seeing people box each other's heads off. We didn't even get to lay one glove on Man City at all, right? We didn't even get close. So, listen, I've played in games. We, uh, we got beat 6-1 at Old Trafford. Like, so I've been there where it's been hard to, to, to get near the opponents like Man City and a, a top team. Um, but this is happening far too often. Like, we've, we've been at Old Trafford num- numerous times where we're being sliced open through the middle of our team. Like, and you're thinking, like, right, is it, is it a lack of effort? I don't think it's a lack of effort. I don't know. But you look at it sometimes, you think, are they, are they really trying as hard as they can? I'd love to see the data and the stats. And I'm not, I don't run on, on these metrics solely, but they, they do give you a little indication. Like, are you putting it in you? Is there enough high intensity run, runs in the right areas from you? They ain't the be all and end all, but they give you a little picture. But I don't know, man. We, uh, collectively, we weren't good enough. We weren't unified in the way we played. They were playing keep ball on the edge of our box and we still weren't getting close to people on the edge of our box. Like, they were doing one-twos in and around the 18-yard box. Like, the the embarrassment is, is so embarrassing. And so, I mean, I, I've lost the fight a little bit when people are coming on to me and going, here he is, here he is, look, here he is. I can see him now. I can see him. He's coming in. But I get people coming up to me and going, yeah, this, that, and the other about the team. I'm like, bro, I can't even, like, argue. I can't even fight. Why are you smiling? Why did you come in smiling like this? Because <laughs> you sound upset. You sound hurt, man. Yeah, I am, man. I'm hurt. I've got to be honest. Steve, what are you saying? Turn your camera around if you can. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, like, it went exactly how you thought it was going to go. And the thing is, we didn't lay a glove on a team that did exactly what we knew they were going to do. There was nothing in the way City played that was a surprise. Like, they, they put five against our four. You know, they, they started with a two. They got a three. They've got a five up the top. They overload in the areas. We knew they're going to overload. You know, they attack with two down each side. They go short to the ball when someone's got it. There's always a third man run. They're so calm and composed in possession. The one thing that stood out to me is United had opportunities for the switch all day long and nobody with the ability to play them. You see the likes of uh, Rodri and Stones getting on the ball. And they've got a 35-yard knock in them. And it's not a long ball. It's a long pass. And it's an accurate pass. And it's not like one that takes three weeks to get there. It's a good bit of a fizz. And they do that all day long. They'll suck you into one side. They'll, they'll play it short. Rondo and switch it. Yeah, a couple of passes and then bosh, it's gone the other way. And they did that to us at ease. And they didn't, they, did, they never even got to out of second gear, really. They never really had to shift through the gears and blow us away. They they was walking around fucking texting and beat us. Like it was, it was too simple. And it was only with everything that you know that this city team do. The the thing that's worrying for me is I think you can get to their level on the ball because I think what they do is very simple, but it's like world-class basics. What they do. I don't think it's like really overly difficult to do what they do on the ball, but I don't know where the weakness is. I don't know how you attack like, they're so good from a defensive point of view that I don't know how you go, oh, shit, how do you put them on the back foot? Like, I 
apart from, you know, can you try and match them in possession? And that's hard work. Certainly with that United team, you know, you've got the only one player that I think from that United team that could have gone and played for City was Ericsson. Outside of that, there was nobody that you would think that City would take to do the same job in that team. Not one. No, I don't think there's anyone they take. If you're looking at right now, current form, there's no one that Man City take out of the Man United team. Not one. We played this game before leading up to all the big games. Let's do a combined team. It's the Man City team right now against Man United. You have to be honest. I'm sorry. Like, there's no one that can, can genuinely walk around and go, no, 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 I should be in that team right now. I'll, I'll get in the City team right now. They, they just wouldn't. You look at their midfield, Bernardo Silva, Rodri, and Stones. Like, none of our players are getting in there right now. None of them. None of them. I mean, look, taking it from us who beat them recently, like, they can get got. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Trust me, I know. They can get got. You know, yes, Rodri being back. You know, anyway, you guys carry on anyway. Go on, you guys carry on. Jolien, what are you saying? What you, I need to hear what Jolien's got to say because the smugness is actually get, getting to me. It's getting under my skin. It's making me itchy. See, I was just saying, like, I reached out to um to Joel because Steve doesn't really text me anymore for no, like, pre-derby shows or anything like that. So I just thought, I just wanted to make sure he's okay. Really? <laughs> you know what I mean? Normally I get a little message in the build-up. Concerned, concerned message, but I didn't get that. Um, But now, nah, this, this, I was saying to Joel yesterday, and I, I don't want to kind of dwell on the, the past year, but even our game wasn't like that yesterday. Even our result wasn't as bad as what I seen from United yesterday. I thought. Why? Why did you say half. that? Because it was six one. I just think Why'd you like, say we that? wasn't that comfortable. We wasn't that comfortable. Even though the scoreline would suggest that we scored three goals late on and stuff, but how comfortable they were for a, for the long period of time, I've, I've not seen that. I think there was a, a game a couple of years ago. Was it two 0 at Old Trafford, Fernandinho? And I think that I remember that being relatively comfortable but that yesterday second half was like nah that that gap I don't know if that's achievable to kind of mm. bridge that gap what I've seen in and out of possession I, I just looked and I thought I don't know what you're trying to achieve it's like you don't know how to stop any element of the attack whether it's a high press all of a sudden they would have three or four passes and then Edison would find the spare man in midfield and the defence weren't up and then it was like, well, if, if you want to then press as a team, we'll, we'll kind of switch. And then how would they score the second goal? And I was just like, it can't be that apparent you can't win the ball because City are not that comfortable against everyone. Yeah, they're comfortable in possession, but not that comfortable. We, we, we could, we couldn't, I was looking at it sometimes and thinking, right, we're not even within four, three or four or five yards of anyone. Like they're playing the ball under zero pressure. Like in a, in, a, in I'm not so if centre halves have got it, they're normally under a, less pressure, and you can understand that. But I'm talking about like advanced players in advanced positions with zero zero contact. Like get against someone. I mean, like Anthony come on and kicked Doku, which was like obviously that was petulant and, and silly. But like I'm talking about actually getting up and affecting the way that the person on the ball sees the game. Like we didn't do that if at all in the whole game. It was just like, that's the embarrassing part for me, and where you go right, they need to look at that. I mean, there's obviously there's loads to look at, but listen, you can't go into a game and have no spirit. That that's what we look like. Yeah. There was no spirit. That that's where it well, becomes that, that can embarrassing. Be affected, though. You know that can be affected in the game, and and it kind of looked like that towards the second half because the first half it wasn't as apparent that the the, the, the golf was so big, and then the second half, like you said, it just looked they looked deflated. And then when I'm I'm looking, I'm like our one v ones were Jack Grealish and Phil Foden. They were our one v ones majority of the time. Yours was Dallo. Like he, 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 you don't want your fullback to have to then to dribble past 
another fullback to, to create something like so obviously this mm. setup M right like a couple of times in the first half it's Marcus Rashford whatever but it wasn't consistent it wasn't like oh this is going to be our build up because Marcus then has to defend to kind mm. of come back Lindelof or support Lindelof so it was just like there's no element of the game I thought yeah you, you got a chance here and I didn't think it was going to be like that to be fair before the game I thought it was going to be closer yeah, I thought it'd be a fight. I thought Man United would try and make it a fight. But uh, anyone see the comments from Roy, Roy Keane and Gary and Jamie yesterday? Oh, my gosh. And, um, Steve, what did you think? Do you think Bruno is not captain material? I understand what he's saying in terms yeah. of that sort of petulance and, and this, that and the other. But you tell me who the obvious candidates are to be a captain in that team. Like, if you look at, you can look at the negative that, all right, he throws his arms around a little bit. And Roy Keane, Roy Keane was just as petulant. He just did it in what would be considered a more manly kind of way. Like, so it was more accepted, but he, he's seen his ass with things the exact same way Bruno does. Bruno does what he wants to do because, or does what he does because he wants to win and he's trying to win. Roy Keane was exactly the same. And sometimes Roy Keane, wasn't often, but sometimes Roy Keane did things that were to the detriment of the team because of how much he wanted to win. Red the cards. problem that you've got is you're not looking at who else can be the captain. Can't be Marcus. You'd be saying the exact same things about Marcus at the moment. It can't be Harry Maguire because he doesn't play when everybody's fit. You know, do you give it to someone that you've just signed in in Varane or Martinez? It feels a bit mental to me. If you look at the positive traits of Bruno, no one's got as many goals or assists since he started. He plays every single week. He's never injured, yeah. and he gives 110. percent It's the best of a bad bunch. No, it I, isn't I, a right. I agree with yeah. Steve 100%. Like, who, who else is there? If there was somebody jumping off the page that you go, okay, he, he should actually go and get it, I'd say, okay, let's, you can consider that. But throwing out comments like that, and then, but who? who? I just, there's, there's what no was one else. Gonna... What did he say? I didn't see. No, he just said that Roy, um, he doesn't believe that Bruno acts in the way a captain should act and he should be stripped of the captaincy. That's wild. That yeah, I don't care. Like, that is that is wild, man. Yeah, no. Nah. It's not useful yeah, when you go is... unless you can say, and this is who you should give it to, or, or is it just like take it off him and no yeah. one has it? Yeah. First one through the tra- dressing room door on a Saturday afternoon gets it. What is it under do, nines? Do pick a mix in it in the bag and just whoever picks it out. But yeah, you know I what? The, the, you know the problem is as well is that is that you saying that is like it's, it's crazy because also right one of Eric Ten Hart's biggest problems. There's been the amount of sagas that's been outside of the pitch. We've had the Greenwood situation. You've had Sancho. You've had Anthony. Now you want to create another one by taking a captaincy. Look how that affected the team when Maguire went out of the team and he took the armband off him. Like these are big, big decisions. The armband at a football club is a massive defi- uh, decision that makes news for the, all the wrong reasons. And you, you want to bring another saga to the table? I don't, I don't think it would, it's the right, the right call at all. You just said it to be emotional, I, I believe. I believe... It's exactly with what you, everyone's saying. I think he just said it because it's it's more of a reaction more than anything. You've just lost. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that, and we've all been there when that's happened. You're in, you're in the studio immediately after the game, but mm. the lens on the club at the moment is is like is so magnified. It's so fine tuned, laser focused on the football club for all the wrong reasons. Why bring another saga to the table? I just I don't think it helps the situation right now. I have to what say, even though you looked way off it, sorry, Jolian, but that penalty was was soft, to be fair. Like, 
I didn't really think there was much in that. Uh, I don't know what you thought, Jolian, Steve, Rio, but for me, I thought if you're going to start doing that, then you might as well just start calling everything in the box. Yeah, no, I covered it for City and I, and I said on, on, on their channels, like, it, from a defender's point of view, it was harsh. He didn't pull his shirt. He kind of obviously affected his momentum going forward. I think that the, the Harry Maguire one's worse on Haaland. He has more yeah. of an impact of kind of getting him around the waist and dragging him to the floor. So mm. if you're kind of trying to balance it out, then maybe one of them should be given. But yeah, I, I, from a defender, I'd think that was harsh if I'm getting a penalty against me for that. The Agreed. decision to make it a penalty isn't the issue because it's a foul in the book. The decision to go and look at it two minutes after the fact when it isn't like a clear, obvious refereeing error that you didn't see that because that sort of shit goes on constantly in the box. Mm. So the fact that you didn't get that, you just play on. Like, yeah, right, by the book, that's a foul. But, you know, you don't go back for something like that after two minutes of play. Like, mm. otherwise, there's there's five penalties a game, minimum, because that's going on constantly in the box at corners and at free kicks, constantly. So I'm not having the the decision to go back and, and check that. I think that was where the, the issue lay. It was the check of it. As soon as they checked it, yeah, it's a penalty. No mm. no two ways around it. But then you look at the one, was it Stones on Hoyland right, shortly afterwards? Yeah. As much of a penalty. But he stayed on his feet and, and not screamed and therefore he's not got it. Mm. And, you know, yes, City completely dominated us and probably even if that penalty doesn't get given and, and the Holland one does, United go 1-0 up, we still probably lose that game anyway because we were absolutely dominated. Mm. But sometimes those are what the far margins that the game hinges on. And we saw the one with, I said Saliba yesterday, but it was Gabriel. The, the Gabriel one <clears throat> on Holland in the box. At the oh Emirates. my God, wow. How is that not being brought well, up? It didn't even when get you're getting, yeah, I agree, Steve. When you're getting these ones given against you and then that one there, you're sitting there going, hold on, the consistency levels are horrendous. Even in our game, the, the consistency with two similar situations got it wrong. And then you look at the Saliba one, he's like basically picked him up, put him under his shirt and run him out of the box. It's unbelievable. Like, But I don't know. I, I, I agree, but a, a refereeing decision that doesn't, affect this game I don't think at all I think we were we were way off it anyway um, I, listen I, I'm not here to make excuses but I do agree with the when you talk about we've been talking there between us here can't, not making excuses for him but the, the, I, I mentioned the sagas that have gone on off the pitch he's had a lot to do with you know he's had a lot of injuries he, he's, a back four isn't available for selection Varane Martinez Shaw Aaron Wambasaka do you know what I mean Casemiro's out. Hoyland was injured for a period of time. Mason Mount's had injuries. Like, there's injuries all through the squad. Um, and I know all clubs have to just missing Rodri. Yeah, that's it. But they missed Rodri and missed and lost the game. So, that one player, but he's the probably... Three and four they lost with him. Yeah, he's the only indispensable player in that squad, though. And Haaland, no? No, we nope. don't play. Alvarez scores. Alvarez is, I'll give him some props. Alvarez is doing bits at the minute, um, slotting into being like the second striker in the absence of, of Kevin De Bruyne. He, he doesn't just play in and around the box. He, you know, he drops deep, he moves around the pitch. He's absolutely everywhere. Um, yeah, like I said, City do something that's really, really simple, but they do it to a real world-class level. Like I think you can get teams to play the style that they play. I really do. It's just that from a defensive point of view, I don't know how you then beat them. Like, 
I know you said you lot beat them the other week, but like that was the worst fucking game of football I've watched this year, mate. Like neither team deserved to win that game. Um, mm. you know, it was it was one of the worst attacking performances I've seen from anybody. Like you didn't really put it on them and, and make them worry defensively. You stuffed a, a fluky goal. So mm. no, who puts this team under pressure? Like how do you do it? Do you do it? playing counter do you do it trying to dominate them on the ball thinking maybe they don't you know work when they're push back a little bit like how do you beat this team Rio uh, I, I don't know listen it's a difficult I mean if, if I had the, had the answer to that I'd be at the helm of Man United or one of those clubs I'm sure but I know I, I look at it first and foremost I think you've got a match and work rate wise I think that's a given in, in, in all sports let alone football you've got a match them in that sense where we, we didn't yesterday um but you've also got to be brave. If you're not brave enough to get on the ball and take the ball and, and work out what your tactics are and stick to them and be brave in that in that um, setup, then it's going to be very difficult. Like you said, we, we got pressured at times and then we just lumped the ball in, aimlessly forward and they, they get possession back again. We, we, we don't really seem like... Uh, Jamie Carragher, I saw yesterday and seen these comments. You, we haven't got a playing style. I, I agree. Last year, we started to see some things of a game... Uh, 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 a style or a reliance, maybe even like you said last week, uh, Steve, a more of a reliance on two players in terms of getting chances and goals in Bruno and, and Rashford. And if they don't perform them too, then we look very lost and aimless in our approach. And that's where we, I think we are at the moment. If Bruno isn't creating and, and Marcus isn't scoring, I don't know where we, where we, where we get to. I don't know. I don't know what we are at all. Um, Have you seen the quotes from Tanag? Yeah, he said that he, Man United are never going to play like a, an Ajax team that he had because the, the, them players are different to the ones he's got now. Is that saying that the players that he's got now ain't good enough to play that Do type of football? Do you want me to read the full quote out? Go on then. So when asked if he'll be able to play the same football with United that he did with Ajax, he said never, which is quite worrying. We will never play that football because those were different players. This is also not why I came here. We're playing different football than I showed at Ajax because we have to because I can't play the same way. The players decide how you play. Ajax had a very typical and characteristic style of play. With United, I will always show different football. I did so last year as well. We play mm. much more direct because I have the players for that here. Do you know what my problem with that is, though? He had Donny van der Beek there. He had Anthony there. He had Martinez there. He had Onana there. Like, mm. And some of the rest of the, the players that made up the, the rest of that Ajax team or the various different Ajax teams, the likes of Tadic and stuff like that, I think United have got better talent than that here. Like, mm. I understand on one hand, yes, you have to play towards the strengths of the teams that you've got, but you've signed quite a few players. Like, if you if he'd have come out and said, I don't want to play the same way I played at Ajax and I'm going to go in a different direction, that's one thing. But when you say, mm. I haven't got the players here, We've got quite a few of the players here. Mm. Do you know what else, Steve? Um, obviously, what you're saying makes, makes... A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Makes a lot of sense. When you actually look at the stats as well, all your forwards, man, like literally they're not turning up. If we're looking at the Premier League, Anthony, 403 minutes, zero goals, zero assists. Yes, he's been going through stuff. Okay, cool. But still, zero goals, zero assists. Garnacho, 227 minutes, zero goals, zero assists. Hoyland, 420 minutes, zero goals, zero assists. Marshall, 217 minutes, zero goals, zero assists. Rashford, 761 minutes, one goal, one assist. Sancho, mm. 76 minutes. Obviously, he's not been around. Zero goals, zero assist. It's not good enough, man. Do you know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's deeper scary. than that as well, because just looking at the, the amount of minutes someone's played doesn't tell you what they should have. Marcus, up until the weekend, was only one shot behind Haaland. Wow. But, so when but, you start but, looking at the conversion, it ain't good enough. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. You know, and but yeah. Some of these, like the, the manager's going to get pelters this week I think it's starting to come and I was listening to Mark Ogden on the way home last night and Ogden was saying he thinks that the the shit show with the Glazers has sort of insulated him from real scrutiny because a lot of the attention seems to always go to the Glazers and I think he's he's got a bit of a point in terms of what he's saying there um, and I also think Ten Hag's job that he did last year is going to start being diminished because I think the job he did last year was really good and I don't want people to just decide that that wasn't the case. When you look at the circumstances of what we've got this year, the, the entire back four going, the right wing situation, Marcus just missing. You know, he's having the opportunities Haaland's getting, but he's not scoring them. You know, the players have to take responsibility. No, I, I hate how easily, I, I think I'm relatively consistent in this about how often I back a manager and how much more I want players to do rather than just putting it all straight on a manager's shoulders the, the the whole back four coming back you would think changes a little bit of what we do maybe it gives us a better platform to start owning and dominating the ball Casemiro coming back you would hope allows us to start doing that but then there are things that the manager has done or is doing that require examination we were more secure with Amrabat in the middle of the park he brings Mount on we Takes lose that middle out. of the park security and, and I don't know what Mount's on the pitch to do. Are you asking McTominay to be a six? Because I, you know I've got that t-shirt and it, it don't fit. So you want McTominay in there because he's like, he's almost like the new Fellaini. He's chaos in the box, but he's also chaos in your box and you ain't going to be playing out through him. Mm. You know, you, you, you buy Mount, but you buy Amrabat when you've also got Casemiro, you've also got Ericsson, who's probably the best footballer in terms of raw footballer at the club. How do you fit all of these into a team? If everybody's fit, what does Ten Hag's Manchester United look like? But then on top of that, Steve, he plays Bruno on the right as well. Like, I, you know what I mean? It's, it's just confusing everything. Obviously, Hoyland coming off after 73 minutes, you're thinking, who's going to hold up the ball now? You know, who? Well, we weren't holding that. the ball up anyway, so no, I, I kind of no. get that from sort of an angle, but... But you know, Hoyland was doing the occasional knockdown and Hoyland knocking it down to Amrabat was something that we saw a little bit of. Hoyland knocking it down to, to Ericsson was something that we saw a little bit of. We was getting around him a little bit because he, he's got the ability to play with his bat to goal. When you, you, you've got Mount up there and Bruno, you ain't knocking it down to anybody. You ain't holding, you haven't got a foothold in midfield. 
Like I, I, I don't know how you beat this City team. I know it's not with what we tried to do yesterday, though. You know, and and, and even you know the way you beat them. I've seen the way I've seen them get beat. You asked that question before, and I, I kind of digressed and went somewhere else. Sorry, but one I've watched them a couple of times get beat by by teams that you would consider having very little chance of doing so. Wolves and Brentford. And the only way that they the both teams play the same way, they play a, a low to mid block, very, 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 very tight between the lines in terms of the midfield to the back f- uh, four or five. And on the counter, they have one, they have two or three players that cheat. And they say when they get the ball, you might play one short pass or two short, but the next pass will go long into them front players or behind the Man City players because they put such a big high press on when they That's turn over the ball. It. So, yeah, we've done the same with Volley. That's why we're successful. Rashford was perfect at that. So that's the only way I've seen it done consistently and, and very well and very effectively. And I think to myself, when where Man United are now, you'd think that Hoyland and Rashford would be two players that would be perfect for that type of football. But he weren't, he weren't willing to play that way he, or he doesn't know how to coach that way or just he's, he's just unwilling. So I don't think we're in a position where we think we can ever go toe-to-toe with a City team right now based on the players we've got available, based on the confidence levels and based on the ability that the players are there right now showing because the players that are coming in for the players that aren't playing uh, haven't been consistently good enough because the results are telling you that where we are sitting in the league. We're so easy to play against. That's my biggest concern. I don't think teams come to Old Trafford. I don't think they play us anywhere at the moment, especially when we go to their place and think this is going to be a really tough ask. This We don't seem to put teams under real immense pressure physically. Um, are we able to physically? Have we got the capacity to do that? Are we fit enough? That begs the question there. But I don't. I, even Copenhagen in the Champions League the other day, I looked at Copenhagen and I saw some of the players thinking. I thought they thought, "Raw, I am on a dance floor here enjoying myself." Like, and, and and they were looking around as if to say, you could sense the body language. Something like, right, "Give me the ball now!" Right, this ain't what I thought it was going to be. Give me the ball. I'm here. I'm at Old Trafford. I need to perform. But, and, and that's that's. Unfortunately, that's where how we are at the moment, and we, you can't really. That's why I say I ain't really got much to go back up to people when I'm getting a bit of stick when I'm walking about at the moment. And Evans Maguire centre half in 2023 against Manchester City in a derby. Mental. Mm. Yeah, that is crazy when you think about it like that. Um, guys, uh, this is like mad somber for me. Like, really, Shut uh, up, if we Joel. could just, we could just move it on, if we can just move it on to Eddie and Ketia showing. Why he deserves to be our number nine? Great hat trick, my boy. Um, you I didn't even want him there. You wanted it. You wanted Eddie and Ketia out. You did. Don't lie. Don't do things like that, bro. Like, don't. That first of all, that's not true. So this narrative needs to stop. It's funny. Can I just say something true. about to you, Joel? What I need to say about Eddie and Ketia because he's the type of player that you see. There's, you get a bit of a mixed response from even the Arsenal fans. A lot of the Arsenal fans, yeah, I know he's not good enough to be out. As soon as you drop a point or saying, he, 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 he needs to come out, Jesus needs to come out. Right? You, he's a type of player you need. I said, I've said this many a times. Obviously, your fan base, a lot of the ones who are younger, haven't been around to see you guys win stuff yet. But when you win the Premier League, especially over the long duration of a season, you need them. the superstars are the superstars, yeah? But the ones that get you over the line and help you to win the league, and have as much as uh, they have as much input as the ones that are the superstars, because they come up at important times. The like the likes of an Enketia, like this hat trick, like if he's not there that day, who gets you the goals? Like they play their part, they have a worth. 
right? So to not everybody in the squad can be a starter. As long as Eddie really? Nketiah within that squad understands his role and he's actually content with being somebody that listen, I know when they get a they go and get a, a number nine who they think they can lean on or Gabriel Jesus is fit, he's gonna start in front of me. But when I get my chance, I'm gonna go in there and do my thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as he's got that mentality and he ain't causing problems behind the scenes because I should be playing, how am I not playing and and affecting the ambience in the squad? He's a, mm-hmm. a, a hugely important cog in your machine. Agreed. So you've got to give him the props. I'll give him bare props, bruv. Agreed. Um, no. Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea nil, Brentford two. Surprise, surprise. Wow. In a, you know, respectful. Can I read right up? Brentford got more wins at the bridge than Chelsea have. No way. I don't saw that no weekend, but I can't verify it. So oh, someone let me know in the comments. That. Chelsea take yeah. two, one step forward and two steps back, man. I thought the other day they played really well. And then and then the result like this comes out of the blue. And when I said that they weren't the real deal, people was like, oh, shut up, Joe. What are you talking about? I'm like, I don't know. I think the real question is, this one's for the audience watching. Who's in a worse situation, Steve, Rio, Chelsea or Manchester United? Mm, Chelsea, I think they're both. obviously. Both in, t- in why? poor positions. But why? Steve, why? Because it's Chelsea for multiple <laughs> different reasons. Oh, you're funny, man. Yeah, but can you They're explain? not far behind. They're only three points behind us. They're going that bad. Yeah, but I don't Steve, think they're not getting a win. <laughs> I just think it's a different, there's a different, there's different problems, but, a, but big problems as well. I think Chelsea, I'm really intrigued to see how it pans out over a longer period of time with the length of contracts they've given out. What's the, the, the how's that going to play out? Because that's something that's been brought in by these new owners that's very new to the, to, to the Premier League. So, there have been an owner from America that's not been an absolute balloon. <laughs> I've actually met, I've met one of the owners. He's actually a nice guy, I've got to be honest with you. Who? Ty Bowley? No, he wasn't. It was the other guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why was he a nice guy there? Todd Bull is about three more defeats from just putting on a, a suit with a Chelsea badge on it and sitting in a dugout himself. Watch. Yeah, or hiring know. you. Or hiring you. <laughs> Hire me. Just, me and Asha are, are for hire. We'll do one game, then you can sack us. I'll buy a new house and it's all good. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, um, man. Yeah, well, to me, you know, I, I don't regret either, to be honest with you. So either way, whatever. I don't, I don't care what happens to the, both of you. Uh, you got Palace. You got, well, sorry. You've got, yeah, Palace 1, Tottenham 2. Look, let's just put this out there. It's very early on. But can Spurs generally challenge? Or are we like... Oh, wait, 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 this? wait, wait. If you've been wearing sunglasses and smoking cigars, thinking that you could yeah. win the league, who's, yeah. who's going to stop Arsenal? You tweeted on Saturday. Right, yeah. if you can have that sort of energy about Arsenal, why can't you have it about uh Postacoglu, a man that actually knows how to win leagues? Yeah, because yeah. it weren't the Premier League that he won, is it? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, a different it's a different animal. Though. Has not won fuck all, mate. So how about Yeah, but it's a different animal there? though, isn't it? But it's a what different do you mean? animal. Yeah, Arteta's never won it though. But he's never won a league, never won a league. Yeah, but he's been in the atmosphere of serious league winners. At making Chelsea, no decisions. At, sorry, making, at Man City. Making no decisions. At Man City, you can't say. Come on, man. What well, decision does he make instead of instead of Pep? 
is he not an advisor when you're coach, when you're first team coach? No, he's there you to got, learn. You need, you need your eyes and ears, don't you? He was there, he was, he was there to learn, man. Joel, from what we've seen, I've said to every a single shit day. Don't, Listen, don't, Ange, don't. Ange, Ange has experience everywhere Ange has been, but is, is, is won, he's won the league. He's won the league, so he knows how to do it. Whether it's here or there, he, he's won the league. In Scotland, with Celtic, he's done it. He's come, he's come over to, to, to Spurs. He's changed the culture. The place was in disarray when he got there. The, the fans were out crying about the ownership and about ticket prices and stuff like that. They, they were losing their record goal scorer. The club captain was getting out the door. Like they, 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 the, the morale at the club was all over the place from the previous management and multiple managers in the last couple of years. And he comes in. And if anybody had been walking in and looking and, and looking and watching Spurs at the moment and the narratives around Spurs right now, who didn't have any idea of what's gone on in the previous couple of years, you would think that this club is run superbly well. Everything's rosy. What an ambience they've got, a culture. That's what you'd think. I know we're only 10 games in the Premier League, but that's what he's created in that short space of time. Now, whether it stands at the length of the season remains to be seen. But from where he went in at such a low ebb and low expectations to what he's doing now, you have to give Ange huge, huge props, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, that's all well and good. I love the monologue. Great story, bro. But the question stands, can Tottenham challenge for the league this year? Yes or no? If or you will they? Make... I, I will agree they? with Steve. I agree with Steve. Is because if it, at this stage last season you were bringing in props to this show with like sunglasses and whatnot and Premier League t uh, pretend uh, trophies, then you can do the same with Ange. I wouldn't go that far, but you 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 can't sit here and start questioning anybody that is getting above their station about Spurs right now. Not you, of any people. Okay, so is that a yes then? No, I think they're in a great place. And I think Mr. Daniel Levy's sitting there going, thank you very much. I've been waiting for this moment. I can sit here and say, actually, I've employed someone who I actually believe in now and who's delivering. Rio. I don't even think you currently need to take them up again. I think they're just cooking nice. Mm. Yeah. So I, yeah. I think Sounds like, good, they got into this situation a few years ago where they were very, very competitive. But the team was a little bit samey um, in a way where you were like, I can't find an obvious weakness, but everyone's kind of more of a six and seven out of 10 than an eight and nine out of 10. Like mm. under when they were good under Poch, it was like to improve what they've got right now, you need to spend like a 150 million on one player. That's going to be mm. like an absolute superstar to bring in. And I can see that being the problem for him. Sometimes it's easier if you've got like a real obvious problem like oh we don't have a striker get a striker like sometimes when the 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 way to level up is is less obvious that can be where you you fall foul a little bit i think arsenal are in a similar situation that's why you end up buying nuggets like havertz because you mm. you don't know how to obviously improve this side you know rice was a was a good inclusion but havertz is kind of like a, a bit of a, a square peg in a round hole isn't it and I think sometimes you get close, you you can't you can't as easily identify what you need to be able to take you to that next level. But like also, Steve, sign someone for City now. How do you how do you improve the City team? Who are you going to sign? Yeah, but also, Steve, you got to improve the players. When you sign them, improve them. We're Man United have been signing players and making them worse. Like Cristiano is probably one of the only players that come in and actually played to the level you expected him. He's scoring goals, top goal scorer. 
Joe, Bruno. Oh, Joe, Joe, anything to say about Anana this weekend? And they still wanted Cristiano out. Yeah. Is he still the problem, Cristiano? Is he? That's a good question. Hey. Is he? Mate. Steve? Our friend. Steve? No, he was a problem, though, wasn't he? Yeah, you guys, you guys, honestly. You could do with Cristiano's pressing right now. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah, you anyway, anyway, I, just, just to go back to, to Spurs, one thing he has done is he's gone in there and he's improved players. Do you know what I mean? Last season, Saar, people wanted him out. Spurs fans would have wanted him out. Basuma, Poro, Pedro Poro. Like these players, they would have wanted out of that club. You got Son last year was on what didn't play well, no confidence. Son and um, Madison teaming up that double team there it is on absolute fire. Romero and Mickey Van der Ven are arguably the best pairing at the moment in the in, in central defence in the Premier League on form. They've been immense. This this Mickey Van der Ven, bro, bro I've, he is the, the real deal. He's the he's real sick. deal. I see him. He's debuted the other day for Holland. I've seen him up front, light, uh, up close uh, twice this season, and he looks supremely comfortable for a young centre back that's coming to a new league. So watch this space for this kid. He's leaving him. He's definitely leaving him. Uh, going back to Cristiano about him being a problem. I, I sorry, I love this whole Saudi stuff that you're doing here. Yeah, but is he happy over there, Rio? Like, is he? Go on. Hey, I, I said yeah. to him, like, bro, listen, man, you look like you're having a time of your life. You look like you're enjoying He said, what's there not to love, man? Like, he's there. He said, listen, everything, his family are happy. His family are being taken care of. His family are enjoying themselves out there. They're not missing anything back in England or wherever they was before. Like, he's playing football, he's scoring goals. You see him on the pitch, he's happy. Yes, there's going to be a few things that, are, that aren't, tip top and maybe the facilities aren't where he's been accustomed to having them but that's just he went in there knowing that do you know what I mean he ain't going in there with his eyes closed he understands like, like that United. yeah but he's but he's he's there he's he, you can see I can see I said to him man he said he said bro look I can't I can't not enjoy this man like the, and, and by the way he's walking into the building with some of the biggest sporting legends ever in under one roof and he is stand out the superstar in that building still it's nuts it's not, and when people say, "Oh, there's other sports that are bigger than football," no, there ain't. I'm telling you, there's no bigger sports than football. Football is a standout sport. NFL, NBA, don't care who you are. No, they they can't compete with football. Was he sitting next to the to the the shake? The, the I, like, I just yeah. think he was. Like... Where, 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 where else do you think he's going to sit? They, they, that's what I'm saying. The 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 His Excellency is going to have only the just the the biggest dons next to him. Cristiano was next to him on his on his shoulder, isn't he? Well, that's why that's how it goes. The biggest person gets the best seat in the house next to the main man. He had it. Eminem was down the line somewhere. Oh, man, that boy, that's the biggest mistake I've made in my life. I'll tell you that for sure. Do you know why we right? didn't go? Do you know why, why? I didn't go? Because I didn't think anyone of relevance was going to be there. <laughs> wow. So when you see that I'm getting on, on planes and stuff like that, you know it's going to be the real deal. I didn't know you were going. And by the time you were going, I was just thinking you're going to need a visa because i got to do things manually. I'm not like you. You're taken care of fully, you know. I'm still on the come up, you know. So, um, Bro, I've when got... I saw MMA versus a no like normal boxing, that was me like with Tyson Fury. Bro, got to go. You got to go. I thought it was going to be like some jokey. I just thought, come on, man. Like, there's no real challenge in this. Boy, um, and and also, Mike Tyson's in his corner. Was like, I'm thinking, bro, I might get to see Mike Tyson close up again. Mm. 
Mm. What was he like? Anyway, next time. What? Oh, you didn't. You didn't get to see him. I was gonna. I said, "What was he like?" But next time, you said you didn't get to see him. No, I didn't um, see him. You didn't watch yeah. the match with Ricky Hatton, did you? No, no, no. I see Ricky. I see Ricky a couple of times. I see him in the airport. He had a Man City hat on, so I, I kind of just like I almost like dragged it <laughs> off his head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought better of it. I thought better of it. Uh, no worries. But anyway, just to run down the rest of the results very, very quickly. Uh, obviously, Villa beating Luton 3-1. I'm loving the oh, way listen, the RB's Shout out Emery. Again, Arsenal balls yeah. up getting rid of him because he's yeah. absolutely mega. I agree. I've always liked him, if I'm honest with you. Even when they got rid of him, I just... Anyway, you know, we, but we've moved on. We've got Mikel Arteta and we're doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, Brighton won, Fulham won. Jack is texting me about Paulina. You're going to know about him. He's worth 70 no, no, million, no, nothing no. less. Um, you know, well done. That was a good result for them, obviously. Uh, they got United on Saturday, which is going to be really interesting. Uh, Bournemouth 2, Burnley 1. Ah, oh, mate, company. Oof. Listen, man, he's walking a tightrope, my friend. Steve, Steve no. did call it. I'll give him his dues. He called it. He did call it so far. Yeah. Wolves 2, Newcastle 2. What like I said in the group, though, I also said Sheffield United are going to stay up and I don't think <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought Wolves they would two. go back foot and scrap and like pick up mad wins and that, but they've been so bad. Mm-hmm. Wolves 2, Newcastle 2. Um, Callum Wilson with a double, but obviously Wolves coming back and doing what they had to do. Big respect. They're going to be all right this season. Um, I, I thought I mean, they were going to struggle massively. I think they are. Yeah. I think they're going to stay yeah, up. I, I think there's, there's far worse. I think you could be looking at the moment. If you had to start calling it now, I think Everton are in that conversation. Mm, um, I think Burnley are in that conversation. I think Sheffield United mm. are already looking at uh, where they're going to be playing next year because they are not going to be a Premier League team. I think all the teams that came up will go down. Yeah, there's, there's a lot going on down there. Um, yeah, Luton looks dodgy. I better beat United though. At home. Shut up. Man, what's wrong with you? I do. Not, I really do. I'll wait to finish the show. I promise. Well, all right, let's let's finish it rightly. Jude Bellingham. Oh God. Stand up, my friend. Stand up. Bro. Did I see that he's also beaten Zidane's uh, highest ever seasonal goal scoring tally by October? Wow. Well, not yeah, only took his shirt, but took his record. Took his shirt and took his record. Oh my god. What yeah, is that it? Can we get what the inside scoop was? When 16-year-old Jude Bellingham came to Carrington, we took we rolled Fergie out for him. That's we knew then. We rolled we don't roll Fergie out for the average 16-year-old. We rolled yeah, Fergie out really. for him and ultimately ended up going to Dortmund, didn't he? I would yeah. love to know the inside scoop. I think that should be homework for somebody this week. Go and find mm. the inside scoop. What exactly got said? What exactly did United say? Yeah, we'll send you out on loan for a couple of years. And Dortmund uh, went. You know, you know what I've, I've heard it was. Do you know what I heard it was? I heard that he he, he wanted some some assurances about being a first team player, and United weren't willing to give him those assurances. That's what I heard from a very good source. It wasn't given assurances of being around the first team, and he said, "You know what? I know my worth. I know my worth, and I know my value. And if you don't value me the way I see myself, I'm going to have to jog on." And go to to another club. He's gone and done right. that, and he's turned round and he's gone. I told you guys, you didn't believe me, did you? And then he's gone he's Real Madrid, and he's tearing down Real Madrid. He's tearing down the Bernabeu. They've just rebuilt it, and he's tearing it down. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, nah, definitely for you me. 
if Messi is going to win Ballon d'Or, you know how it goes. It's, it's just going to be Messi. But for me, for me, next year, next year, it's got to be... They overrate the World Cup so much, man. It's six or seven games, and the weight that gets put behind those six or seven games is ridiculous. Who you should pay win twice it, as many in the Champions League. Holland. Who should win Holland. it? Haaland. I think it's should win Haaland. 100%. How's it not Haaland? All right, guys. I didn't fucking say anything. No, you was you, you was getting ready to you oh. was getting ready to argue oh. the case. I oh, know I you love. I know what you like when it comes to the goats, man. You just like just you just blind sometimes. Like, I'm, so, I'm, yeah. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a man of nostalgia. World cups mean a lot to me. Diego Maradona. World cups mean a lot to me, man. That's fine. Factor yeah. it in for sure. But like, let's not overweigh the fact it's six matches. He won. He won the league. Did he win the league as well and the cup? Yeah, he, he won the league. Won in, the league in, in, uh, he won the league. He won yeah, the league with um, yeah, Paris Saint Germain, and he went the best player in the team. So, so what? Look at his you goals I mean? last season as well. His goals return weren't bad, you know. Rio, Rio, stop it, man! Is I know you're trying to get your invite. His weren't bad in the French division oh. and pretty good in MLS. The bar for a fucking Ballon d'Or. Rio, Rio, Rio is lined up. No, no, I, I think Haaland should get it as well. I'm just putting the devil's advocate, man. Come on, guys. Do you know what I mean? There is on that note, we there should just leave this because I'm going to start getting upset with you guys from shouting at me. I don't like this. Nah, sorry. <laughs> we just had to remind no, you what joke. was going on. Okay, listen, Rio. Hey, did you um, see that? Ash was with uh, your boy Yapstam. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Yapstam looked in better shape than Ash. He looked, he looked younger as well than Ash. Yeah, Ash looked tired. He didn't cream his face or something that day. He looked, he looked old and ashy. <laughs> Ash said something to me before he was sitting in there with Yapstam that he wouldn't say to Yapstam, so I'm going to bring it up on our show on Thursday. Right, I'm to right in. Maybe ring no me. Worries. Let me hear. Rio, before, are you going to go watch a game today or something like that? Are you watching a game? No, 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 no. I'm coming back today. I'm coming back. I'll, I'll be, by the time this goes out, I'll be on the plane. Oh man. Okay. Well, say hello to every superstar walking their planet in Saudi. And uh, yeah, there's one just coming in. It's just. Yeah. A, can you? Yeah. Can you leave him? At, wait outside there. R nine. Just stay there one minute. I ain't finished the the pod, man. Let me finish the pod. R nine just come through. He come from some like a little bit of that, some nuts and just some some juice and stuff like. Just we got to go over a few old things. How I could have got closer to it, Old Trafford and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> as, you, as you do as you do anyway guys have a good one uh, make sure you watch our shows this week we've got loads coming see you soon peace see hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.